Now we thank you for this moment in this place. Sigbonga Ngalelbanda Lalai Kingdom Embassy House. Gabazaloane o Bahole Lendao. Gogwent and Doyako, Nangogwazgwako wasema Pagatine Zului. You know exactly why they are here. Uh, some may still be here for a shorter time and then they will leave. And we believe that those who are called to be here shall be established in this place. And we thank you for them as we prepare the foundations of this ministry. Lord Jesus, we thank you for a caliber of people whom you are going to send who will come and assist and co-labor with you and co-labor with us in establishing a great work in the city of Deben. We thank you, Father, for all of them in Jesus' name. Those who are not here this morning, we thank you for the work you are doing in their hearts as we lay foundations, O oh God, as you instruct us to do. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise for it. Now we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be established today in this place. Father, as we minister your word now, I take and I occupy the place I was preordained to occupy in ministry as I release the word to your people. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for revelation. Thank you for your wisdom. And thank you for the covering that can only come from your royal presence in heaven. In Jesus' name, the church said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Basalone, Sia Kubega, Sia Fundisa, Sia Vulame, so Ebanda, ain't any but legi, Leon Kunukula Funasizazi, Jungum Zimbaga, Christian Sabe, Mutamban Yasinati. Maskala Umam Tabashe when she ministered last week uh, on the particular spirit, uh, a trading spirit, a Canaanite spirit. Uh, what you must understand, everywhere on the seven continents, Umshaba reflects seven spirits, Abu yeah. The character of the world reflects imimoya eiskombisa yona engamele umhlabawonke. Whatever nation you come from, it doesn't matter whether you are Japanese or Irish or French, you will reflect one of those seven spirits. All these things, uh, lust, uh, adultery, murder, all the sins that you know of in the world, yeah. they fall under one of the seven. Yes. So, reflects these spirits. So, we need therefore not to reflect any of their characteristics. This is why when he sends them to the promised land, he says, for you to possess the land, for you to have the upper hand, 
and your voice to be a voice of influence and to have authority, you must conquer these seven nations. At the time, they were nations, physical entities, nations, which had to be conquered through the sword. But they were reflective of what the world is about. So when uh, the children of Israel, Benghazi, let's tell me so, the chapter was not closed. Because the Bible says, it was for our admonition. It was done as a tutoring class for the New Testament church to understand exactly what we will be faced with in the spirit. Amen. So everything that happens in the Old Testament uh, is a picture. It's symbolism. Uh, It reflects exactly what we are encountering in the New Testament. So there are seven spirits. Little people are canaan. Am I heavy? Am I heavy? Heavy. Heavy. Am I Paris? Am I Paris? Brother Paris. Am I Paris? Am I Kirikash? Hey, my Kirikash. Kirikash. Am I Amor in Amachebus? Those are seven spirits. Amen. But today we want to focus on a spirit that is very dangerous. Now, today, but when I want you to be very open-minded, I'm trusting God for, for you today because one of the, some of the things we're going to discuss, they touch on politics, they touch on what is going to happen because these spirits are bent on doing what they're supposed to do. They know that their time is short. They know that their time is short. So everything manje, than ever before. Those who are evil will get more wicked. And uh, those who are in the Lord will be tested. The Bible looks a falling away. They're falling away. There'll be a falling away. There'll be a lukewarmness coming into the body of Christ. The church will be captured by its spirits. Uh, there will be, there is already, Mamzong, on earth, something which is like a church, but it's not a church. So what is happening today, Mantu, God is inviting all of us to, to step out. He is calling the church out of a church. He is, he is, he is pulling his people. God knows God knows those who are his. When everything has been said and done, with everything we have done, all the services we have been to and all the conferences we have attended, the conclusion of the matter is this. So God is inviting. When you hear messages of repentance, yeah. Being emphasized, yeah. know that God now is preparing the body yeah. for a particular mission to play on earth. Amen. I pray that you become part of that. Uh, there is a lot of unlearning that must happen. As far as I'm concerned, Babu Zong, 
Three quarters of the body of Christ must. I wish everybody would just go and be saved once again. Yeah. And just be born again and start again. again you will be shocked of the stuff that we are not aware of. And I know the enemy has been part of it because religion is the manufacturing of the enemy. Yeah. Is, the, is the enemy at work. Religion was never God's idea. Religion is not what God had intended for mankind on earth. Yeah. So today we are dealing with a, a spirit called the parasite spirit. Uh, a parasite spirit. Lomoya <laughs> law, it's a... It's a strange spirit. Uh, it means without borders. Without borders. It's a, it's a, we're going to explain, we're going to reveal Smambule so that you, you are always aware, even when you listen to Donald Trump and all these people, the world leaders, you know what's going on. Amen. So, Moya, Omelene, without walls it's a spirit with the word means fenceless so umoya amen umoya that breaks barriers or defense systems umoya what the world does is it creates a wall with, uh, around your marriage, a wall around your relationships, a wall around stuff. So this particular spirit, uh, it fights godly identity. It seeps compromise through, yeah. and he, he wants to to vandalize what God has established. Mm. Amen. Mm. So umoya omelene ne simosabunkulunkulu. Amen. This this parasite spirit. So zonke izizinda, ezenzia ngogufunda izi nago nokstalinkosi nokambanikos. What the Holy Spirit establishes in us through the Word. Uh, all these defense mechanisms. Everybody is going there by this, this, this barrier. Yeah, Amen. We call them values. We call them principles. Yeah. We call them morals. Yes. Those are the walls that the particular spirit is against. Yeah. So when he comes, he seeks to, to destroy. He hates Christian values uh, which are built on God's word. He hates his mission is to ensure that you are a borderless person. Your kids are without boundaries. Your everything that you do is like the generation in which we live. They are without borders. People do whatever they want. Uh, because it keeps you in and it shuts somebody else out. Yeah. That's the main purpose of walls. It, it keeps you in safe and secure and it de- 
keeps another one away so they don't come in and break into through the defense system. So as we go through this, we must understand that we are dealing with a spirit that will do anything to strip off everything we have known up to this concerning your sexuality. Every view you hear concerning sexuality, concerning homosexuals, lesbianism, uh, concerning marriage, they seek to redefine marriage, they seek to redefine family. Yeah. They redefine it because they know that in family is the first place where walls are built, yeah. where walls are established. Yeah. I'm going to explain to you that even when it comes to parenting, they want to weaken the power of parenting. Yeah. They put together legislation, they, they, they do a whole lot of things to ensure that we are a, a defenseless generation amen so okay, this particular spirit if you go to joshua chapter 3 yeah. verse 9 to verse number 10 the bible so joshua said to the children of israel come here and hear the words of the lord your god and Joshua said, By this you shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites and the Hivites and the Perizzites and the Gekashites and the Amorites and the Jebusites. Amen. Now these are seven spirits that we as God's people have to contend with yeah. on earth. Your enemy is not a human being. Always remember that. Your enemy is not your neighbor. I don't care what You will never, according to God's will, you're not supposed to have a human enemy with blood flowing. Your enemy is a spirit being. Yeah. Your enemy does not eat. Your enemy does not drink. Your enemy does not sleep. Your enemy does not go on vacation. Your enemy hates you with passion. So your enemy is not a natural human being. Yeah. Amen. So these are seven spirits. They are giants which we must deal with now. The, the first thing that I must take you into is the reason for walls. Why walls have always been important. Amen. So we go to Joshua chapter 6. Joshua chapter 6 verses 1 to 5. We need to begin to understand that it, from the beginning in the ancient world, walls were established for a reason. Uh, yeah. Uh, Joshua 6 verses 1 to 5 little Bible now Jericho was securely shut up mm. what's a secure city because of the children of Israel none went out and none came in that's the, that's the reason and the purpose of wars and the Lord said to Joshua see I have given Jericho into your hand 
its king and the mighty men of Vela, you shall march around the city. All you men of war, you shall go all around the city once. This you shall do six days, and seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. It shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout, then the wall of the city will fall flat, and the people shall go up every man straight before him. Purpose of walls have always been to ensure that cities are secure. So every city in the ancient world, uh, centuries ago, every serious city had to be surrounded. Not surrounded. surrounded. Uh, some walls were so thick, as thick as this whole building, this is from yeah. here to there, yeah. some even wider, so that they were never breached. And there were people who were set up on those walls to guard, to see afar off, yeah. to see the enemy coming from afar. Now, there's a relevance for that in the spirit. We're not going to discuss that today. Amen. So, whenever walls were taken over, cities fell. Cities fell. So, it has always been now, that has a, a spiritual relevance. Everything you see in the physical realm has a parallel in the spirit. So, that even in the spirit, nations and cities, they, 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 they are walls in the spirit world and individuals in those individual nations have walls around them. Amen. So it, it's, it's good for us to see how these look like. They were, they were serious structures yeah. that could not be breached. Serious because the safety of the nation depended. If you wanted to sabotage a nation, you asked an enemy to be in charge of building a wall. Because in their engineering, they'll do something funny on the wall. Within months, it begins to crack. Yeah. And then through that crack, the enemy is able to find his way into yeah. that city. Yeah. So there have always been huge structures. That's a more recent one, which is a Great Wall of China, which was built 500 years ago. But every city had to have, without fail, structures around them. Yeah. Now, a parasite spirit is against structures and I will explain to you why the, if you want to know why the world hates Donald Trump I might give you some understanding today because it's all spiritual don't mind the media the media is, is captured by a spirit yes. and they need to ventilate what the, the spirit relates to them and what we see on TV in the news in the me the media sector. This is why God wants 
the kingdom of God to be established. When the kingdom of God is established, it means all the important sectors in the world, the breath that breathes upon them is of heaven. The judiciary, all the difference, the the, the, the financial world, it's it is run according to the principles of scripture. Yes. So there has always been an emphasis on wars. Now, let us let, let us go to this particular scripture. I want to show you something before we move on. Uh, in Joshua 6, 20 to 21, it says, So the people shouted when the priests blow the trumpets, and it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet. And the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat. Then the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city and they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both men and women, young and old, ox and sheep and donkey with the edge of the sword first time it had never happened before that a wall so well built now the jericho wall was one of the best if not the best wall ever created in the ancient world without anyone touching it with a human hand it just fell now the enemy has always been aware of these things he sees things happening so if a wall can be brought down not through natural means, it gave him an idea that he could breach walls of nations spiritually. He could bring down the defenses of nations. And I'm going to explain to you something about nations. Because nations who are like people, he speaks to them as, as, as though he's addressing a person. They have an identity. Every nation is a book in heaven. Amen. Every nation we're going to talk about something called sovereignty, which today they are fighting against. We're moving towards globalism. Mm. You need to know what all those things are about and what the church is dealing with on earth today. Amen. Amen. So we are laying the foundation just to tell you what the walls have always been important and it has always been God's idea for walls to be established. If you go to 1 Kings, just look at those scriptures. Just laying foundation. Amen. It says, Now Solomon made a treaty with Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and married Pharaoh's daughter. Then he brought her to the city of David until he had finished, number one, building his own house, number two, Build the house of the Lord and number three and the wall around Jerusalem. Yeah. So if you meant business, if you knew what you were doing, you knew how the main things you were supposed to do. Build the house for his family. Mm-hmm. He built the house of the Lord, but he remembers that I must build a wall around That's Jerusalem. Right. Amen. So these were highly, highly important uh, to God as such they had more so more so if God had said to you you are his treasure 
says for all the earth is mine and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation these are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel so who is called who is God's treasured possession which is Bible not by gold or silver, but by his precious blood. How much more does God want us to be in a certain place? Now, there is protection that comes from heaven against harm. But kune kunodonga olwenziwa itina layer by layer through diligent study of the word through obedience through choosing to walk in holiness walking with God on a daily basis as we do so we build a certain wall around ourselves that protects us and it keeps us safe uh, safe so okay, everything which is treasure must be protected. Everything that God values, He expects ourselves to be aware of the value that we have in His eyes. That we are not cheap. That something costly was paid to have us. As such, even the way we handle ourselves must reflect inani esiyilo. Now the enemy hates that. So the enemy hates what God values. Yeah. He seeks to break that down. Yes. Uh, I, 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 all barriers of protection which will make you unique and a person of worth. All it takes to see how much a person is worth is for them to open their mouth. Yeah. It cheapens everything about you. Just one word. Everything from head to toe, some with 35,000. Your bag, now some no much. Example, 100,000. But they chip in themselves to less than three rands. That's what the enemy wants. So the people within our borders have a sense of identity. I, I want to build this very carefully today. And the enemy hates that. Oh, 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 oh. He wants to create umhlaba with one culture. You're going to think about all these things. It's called one world order, one world government. He wants to create a world with one culture, which is not word-based. Most uh, probably, it's going to come out of the Islamic. But he wants one culture, one ruler, one president in charge of the whole world. Yeah. Now you're gonna. That's what the world is going to. Yeah. They are preparing for it. 
one government, yeah. one government, yeah. one currency. In Africa, they tried to do that. Gaddafi, before he died, he was in the process of establishing an African currency. Mm-hmm. Hey, something called a euro. This is a currency in that, in that, in that bracket, in, the, in that area of, of nations there. So, they are, that's what they, they want, one religion. Yeah. One religion. Which most probably will be something has to do with Islam. That's the agenda, you must know. And then they want everybody to serve one God. Now the Antichrist, the Bible says, he will declare himself as God. In the end. Amen. So, Abazalwan in 2019, we must know these things so that when we pray, when the Bible says, take your place, stand in the gap, pray on behalf of your nation, South Africa, have a 360 degree view and understanding of what is going on. Amen. So again, the agenda, out the agenda, the agenda of the enemy and the developing world there is a movement away from something called sovereignty of nations. Yeah. What is sovereignty? sovereignty? Now, let us explain that to you. Because when you watch the news, when you... But when you can, you can it. Oh, I, I'm trusting God for you, Basalwan. Because I want us to be a ministry that is sober. Established on present truth. Sober Christians who are grounded in the word. Land of your sovereignty. It is a season. A season. The identity has. Between selfhood. The right of a nation or government. Even governments. Governments to manage their own affairs without foreign interference. I want you to listen carefully. It's called a sovereignty of a nation. Out sovereignty. sovereignty. It, it is selfhood. In other words, every nation has a, a national identity. In South Africa, when God looks in heaven, he looks at South Africa as an entity. Yeah, yeah. And he speaks to South Africa as if he's speaking to a person. Yeah. With a certain culture, according yeah. to South Africa's preordained yeah. purpose yeah. in heaven. Yeah. Amen. So sovereignty, the right to selfhood, that's what, that's what according to heaven is supposed to happen. Now, you will understand what the enemy is trying to do with porous borders and all these things. When I explain to So, second thing you must understand is that the world is moving towards something called globalization. Not globalization. Yes. Some of you have heard on TV, you have read in the newspapers the term globalization. Le globalization, le mamutanda, is basically. It's the integration of, 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 of 
countries into one global family. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Now, it, it talks about the cross-pollination of resources. In the Bible, this is, is trade because we need one another as nations. So we are becoming more and more one body. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Now, there are positives about that, but the enemy always... You know when it comes to you, it's positive. Yeah. Always know that there's an agenda. Amen. Now there are beautiful things about that because in terms of trade, of course there is no nation that can self-sustain in the true sense. Yeah. We need each other for trade. There are resources that we have here that you might go sell elsewhere and export them. And we must import certain things into our nations, which is beautiful at face value. Yeah. But the agenda of the enemy uh, through this, some of the features which will never be told yes, to you yeah. of globalization is, is stripping away of borders. Yeah. I watch. They, they use the word porous, which means pause. So everybody can just come in into a nation anytime into a country anytime. Amen. Uh, there is a, an open-minded view now to immigration policies. Yeah. So people can just come in because they're coming to trade. You know, we are becoming one. They can just come in anytime. Now, I must right here warn you because the Bible talks to us about aliens, which we must treat people well. Yes. When a foreigner comes to your nation, good intentions all the paperwork established they come in good faith yeah. i'm not talking about that this is why i wish no one in this ministry will ever call somebody from outside a quarter yeah. that's amen. not kingdom amen we don't do that amen and if you are still like that there are things in the spirit you will never do yeah. which people don't understand because principalities challenge you on those things yes so I am not talking about valid uh, people who come into... I'm talking about the agenda of the enemy to come and neutralize the identity yeah. and the sovereign definition. Yeah. So there's a movement, Mom Tabasho, with regards to visa policies. Yes. They mustn't be tough. Because when they are too tough, which is fine at face value. Yeah. They are too tough. Business people who want to come and invest here. They always have to go through the red tape and this bureaucracy and it becomes difficult for them to do so. So let's just, let's just say all the Sadak nations, yeah, there's no visa. They just push it further up. Yeah. No visa, just, just, just fly. Just fly into there. Just establish yourself, spend whatever time there. Now there is an outy agenda. Because Abazalwane, they must know these things because it's important. Now, what they will never tell you on TV is this. Porous borders, biggest threat to domestic security in South Africa. Now, I don't know if you are aware of Al-Qaeda, of ISIS, of all the Islamic terrorist groups. 
They will never tell you of the threat that Ebola, which is which is very very just carelessly guarded, that threat it poses on a security of a nation. They will never tell you. Now this is this is this is news. This how Africa's porous borders make it difficult to contain Ebola. Ebola, mamunien, they are diseases, ma'am. I'm not saying this is the case here. They are diseases based on the sin of a nation that are poured out upon a nation because of their disobedience as a nation. Now, people who have Ebola, they can always come. It's the agenda of the enemy. They come to South Africa. It's become part of us. What we did, we were not supposed to endure and experience becomes our baby because it's the agenda of the enemy. This spirit pulls down, it strips away borders. There is a reason. There is an agenda. It's very clear and he knows exactly what he is doing. Amen. Porous borders are an open door to ex- I didn't type this. It's there. If Britain cannot keep control not only of illegal immigrants, but also of those who have already passed through the hands of the bureaucracy, then its security is threatened. Now, these they will never tell you, they will never reveal those to you. Because Amakolwa are supposed to be concerned about. Uh, and I unpack that to you and all the stuff that we do in churches but we are never aware of what the world is about and our role as the board when you see these things being preached in pulpit you know that the church is, is, is being revived because we must take our place as the voice in the earth as gatekeepers in the spirit people who see things before they happen and they pray against them and they speak against them and they conscientize the people against them and and the army of the lord begins to go on their knees into warfare and we begin to pray in the name of jesus that lord god restore the walls build the walls up again in jesus name amen so every nation bazalwan it's supposed to have a, its own identity. In actual fact, every nation has a national symbol. Yes. And the angel of that nation, Mantu, bears the emblem of your, the yes. national emblem of a nation. Yes. It is our identity. Yeah. It's who we are. Yes. So when we call ourselves intercessors, yeah. And we are people of God. Now God is inviting us to think beyond the kind of church that we have known. This is why I won't be surprised. We're talking with the members. If we, we launch properly next day in June, most of you won't be here. Because we are not what we 
We we want to do what Jesus is doing. Yeah. Now it's popular. Yeah. You want to be it according to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Now people come to churches and they come standing in line. They want to give you your car, which is fine. God wants you to have all those things. Yeah. But know what God is doing yeah. now. Where God is calling his bride. What God is restoring in the church. Now, that's not a popular message. Because it's a message of restoration. It says sometimes I must just keep my things, my inward focusedness. Put it aside and focus on his interests. What do you want me to pray about? So that you can take care of my things. Show me your things to take care of. So that I can trust you that as I take care of your stuff, you will take care of my car, of my bond, of my finances. Instead of allowing the enemy to hit me so that I'm always in on focus, I'm praying here. I am never aware. Three years, five years, ten years. The enemy is always hitting me because he knows when he hits you, your eyes come back. When you wake up, you pray, oh God, the kids, uh, bursary, whatever it is, uh, school fees, which are legitimate things to pray for. Because we need those things for our lives to carry on. But if you are not careful, if you are not prophetic, if you don't see through the eyes of the spirit, yeah. you'll be bound for the next 10 years because when this thing breaks, it gets fixed, something else will break. Yeah. And your eyes now will focus on that. You, you go on a fast. You focus on this. When this is fixed, he breaks something else. You, you do a miracle round. Before you know it, you have spent 15 years as a Christian. You have never ever prayed once for the city of Devon. Because he has made things such that circumstances around our lives have been such that how can I take my eyes off this and focus there when I am being hit here? Amen. So a nation has an identity. What is identity? It's a spiritual symbol. Which means, therefore, East South Africa must be responsible for her decisions yeah. and the repercussions thereof. Yeah. Yeah. This is why we were born. I was born in this nation. Because my job is to pray for South Africa to tend towards God. Yeah. To be a sheep nation. Yeah. Not a goat nation. My job is for the preordained destiny of the city of Durban and the nation of South Africa to be established. Amen. That's why God placed us in nations yes. where he put us yeah. for us to be his voice, to be his amen yeah. on earth. Yeah. He needs a co-laborer on earth yeah. to partner yeah. with people who will understand and cry out and ask for his interest. Yeah. What is your need? Jesus. What do you want? Jesus. How can I be of use to you? Yeah. Jesus. He's looking for people and churches and ministers and Christians who will partner with heaven Hallelujah. in the last days and say, Lord, I do not have the competence yeah. or the capacity 
naturally speaking. I don't even speak well. My education is limited. But I come to you right now because as long as I have breath, as long as I'm able to speak, I know you can anoint me. You can empower me as you did the 12 apostles. For they were ordinary people. And when they met with the anointing of the Holy Ghost, they turned the world upside down for the glory of God. So God is looking for people he can partner with on earth. Not that they are people who have already arrived. They are people with testimonies who have been knocked with scars. People are still going through stuff. Sometimes you don't know how you are going to go to work the following morning. You don't have bus fare. And heaven is aware, but in spite of that, you still choose to come and lay everything on the altar and say, Father, I know you know. I was born. I was created for your glory. I was made for your pleasure. I am because you are. There is no reason for me to be here. You made it possible for me to be conceived at a particular time so I could be born and be released into this nation for a reason and purpose. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. We need to understand that we are a nation and God has a preordained purpose for us. So if the enemy can then be able to ensure that the whole world comes here, what happens is people can bring their altars, can build altars here, demonic altars, from wherever they come from. And the land becomes cursed, not because of what you have done, but because of who the enemy has sent here to plant stuff that will curse. Do you know that it's Christians who who gatekeep those things in the spirit? Do you know that politicians have got no clue? Do you understand that there are things that only you can see? Because you understand the agenda of the enemy long term. Do you know that you have been called to be a friend to South Africa? To speak to her kindly, to prophesy to her. Do you know that when the president is in is 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 in the G7 nations, you you pray and you say, Father, I I I I bless. Not because it's nothing to do with ANC. It's who you are, it's who you carry. I was born to be to bless the nation. That's why I'd rather die then. There's no reason for me to be. So they come. uh, They bring their culture here. which Which is not wrong at face value. These people, there's a border in Mexico. Which is big, which is a big deal these days. It's a, it's it's the it's the wall that Donald Trump is trying to build. Yeah. 
Now, CNN and all the media outlets will tell you how wicked he is. He is one of the very few people who believe in the sovereignty of his nation. That we are an American nation. We have an identity. We have something called nationality. Yeah, too. Which we must protect and defend. Now, these people, they flock in these numbers. Each of these persons represents an an ancestry, yeah, an a network, a forest yeah. of what has been happening in the past. Imagine how, how long it takes for you to repent because of the network yeah. in your ancestry. Yeah. Imagine all these people, they are coming into South Africa. Let's just, that's for argument's sake. With their culture, their mindset, yeah. their way of life. They, with their God, the intention is to neutralize because today, Mamuzong, the most dominant culture that takes over is the, is, 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 is the culture reflected by the most dominant person around you. Whoever is more of a leader in the group, whatever they do, that's the culture of the group. So, they are hostile. Forest borders mean Islamic terrorists enter Europe on flat time. All these people. Are we against immigrants? No. No. Xenophobia. A Christian cannot be xenophobic. Yeah. But understand the agenda of the enemy. Yeah. Know what the enemy is trying to do. Yeah. I'm gonna appeal to you, Bazon. I want you to be set free. If there was an instance where you had someone working in your in your house who was a foreigner and you didn't pay them properly because they were foreign, you don't need to repent for it. Because kingdom mindset and kingdom culture says we do due diligence. We treat them as unto the Lord. So we are not talking about that, but you must know the agenda of the enemy. Say amen. So, I said to you before, when God speaks to nations, He speaks to us as if we are a person. Amen. Because we were born to fulfill a kingdom, that's, 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 that's people there. Amen. They want to go. They are being pushed by something. Not all people who want to do this, of course, they have an agenda. Some, they, they are valid reasons. There is a, a dictator in a nation and they don't have food and they don't have all those we, we understand that please please understand what i'm talking to you about this morning i'm talking about the agenda of the enemy which is bigger than this and it's behind this now when god speaks to jerusalem he says oh jerusalem jerusalem the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house is left to to you desolate, for I say to you, 
Jerusalem, South Africa. You shall see me no more till you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So God treats nations as people because nations have a preordained purpose, they have a mandate. Yeah. There's a city which heaven calls Babylon the Great. Heaven calls them that. <coughs> when John the, the Revelator in the book of Revelation refers to this uh, particular city, it says there, let me just read, let's look at those scriptures. I read fast. Amen. After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven having great authority and the earth was illuminated with his glory and he cried mightily with a loud voice saying Babylon the great is fallen is fallen and has become a dwelling place of demons a prison for every foul spirit and a cage for every unclean and hated bird for all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins. And lest you receive of her plague. See? That nation is supposed to have its own plagues, plagues because of the sins committed in that particular city. Lest you receive of her plagues, for her sins have reached to heaven. What's happening today, sins which have reached to heaven have been committed by people who are here, sent by the enemy to sabotage the nation so God can pronounce a curse upon them because it's done on our sand, on our soil. So it's our nation doing it. For her sins have reached to heaven and God has remembered her iniquities, render to her just as she rendered to you and repay her double according to her works in the cup which she has mixed, mixed double for her. Kolukulu judges this city because of its evil trading. Yeah. Traded wickedly. Yeah. And a particular prophecy meant for a particular sovereign nation is sent there. So what the enemy is trying to do He's trying to frustrate God's agenda for nations by moving people around. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he thinks eventually no nation will be accountable to God because those who sinned here are not from here. Yeah. He, he, he's trying to move people everywhere. God, how can you say South Africa has sinned when somebody from Ethiopia has come here and committed that wickedness? Somebody from China, so he moves people from, and they stay here for about whatever, about five years, and they, 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 there is this thing happening. And most of it is the agenda of the enemy to neutralize the identity yeah. of a nation. When God looks at South Africa, it's, 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 it's an amalgamation of different 
things, blood from everywhere. Now, the enemy is strategic. How is strategic? All of these things which we have mentioned, they are all long term. In the interim, Babusbe, what he wants to do, Oguti, he wants to strip individual, individual people in individual nations of the walls that they have built around themselves. But I hope you are flowing with me this morning. Amen. So all, all our values and all our principles and morals that are meant to protect us, as I stated in the beginning, is short-term struck because anyone who is going to be under the Antichrist is somebody without walls around their lives. Yeah. It's people without borders in their personal, private lives. Marriages without borders, relationships without borders, sexuality without... This is why it's easier for you to be convinced by a, a, a host on national TV because there are no borders. When he shows up, it will be easy for him to move you as he moves a pawn on a chessboard because there is no border. You're bouncing off and you come back to your senses. So his short-term agenda is to strip you the parasite spirit. By the time the Antichrist comes, it's easy for you to slide across the floor at will, at ease, because you are a borderless person. Amen. So that is what he wants to do. Amen. Now, I need to bring to your attention in the last 15 minutes, before, be, before we close, one of the most important things, Bazalwane, that you must, and I'm trying to just skip some of the things here. What they are going to introduce, it's going to happen soon. This is why we must talk about Bible prophecy with you. Yeah. Because when you, well, when you are a, a prayer warrior and you're an intercessor, and God is raising you to be in his military, and you don't understand Bible prophecy, you tend to pray amiss. There are things I see because we don't have a fuller picture of what is going on. Amen. So, when they begin to strip us, and it's going to be strategic, and I will tell you exactly how they do it. They make it seem like it's um, it's, it's self-freedom, like a new consciousness. This is part of democracy. Mm. It's an upward progression in the world. You know, it's globalization. They always make it seem like when you're listening to them debating, you know, this is this makes sense. Yeah. In the 21st century, if you want to be a progressive nation, yeah. and outward looking into the future, you must be part of this. Yeah. And by so doing, they are moving you away from your core, from your base, from where God wants you to be as a Christian, yeah. standing with your identity. Yeah. This is why I've never touched on kingdom worldview. 
some of the things I'm talking to you about today are about kingdom worldview. Look at the world through the lenses of scripture. Don't, don't look at EUN by looking at a definition here, UN on the internet. Don't view Donald Trump based on what you hear is CNN or Blitzer. Understand what is happening. It will help you to pray accordingly. Amen. So, one of the things they will do strategically, which they have started doing, is to weaken the power of parenting. I think yeah. I mentioned that before. Amen. Because Abazali, they are key in giving children a sense of identity, a sense of spirituality, and a sense of morality. Now, how, did, how they do this is, to, is, is through children's rights. In the coming years, children's rights will take more focus. I want you to know that. Take more focus. But it will have bad, demonic motives behind it. You will be told that you cannot impose your religion on your child. You can't impose your religion on your child because you are infringing on their upon their individual rights. Yeah. You can't do it. And the kids will be schooled and they will know it. Yeah. What we are doing today, Joshua, if you live here, you come to church, if you are living under this roof, you will come to church. Those days they will be taught such that they will know to Baba, why don't you get something it's law. Yeah, it's a law. You can't tell me. Now, when they do that, it's, it's, it's an agenda of the enemy. They're, they're weakening the enemy. Weakening the enemy. You will hear the word tolerance more often. Tolerance. Yeah. Yeah. Tolerance. Yeah. Tolerant of other religions. Tolerant of, um, of other sex, sexualities and, 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 and orientations. And, just be tolerant. We are a democratic nation with a democratic constitution. So we must be tolerant. Amen. All under my human rights. What it is meant to do, Bazalwan, it is to insulate people from Christian values. But worship human rights to the point where you are being moved away from the word from the values that God wants us to espouse. Amen. It's a parasite spirit. Or a parasite spirit. Teenage pregnancies. Teenage pregnancies. I want you to look around where you come from. It's the agenda of the enemy. It's the agenda of the enemy. He's breaking walls. Where are our fathers? Where are fathers? Where are fathers in society? Because fathers raise boys to be men. It's the agenda of the enemy. I wasn't raised by my father. Did it for me, will do it for you. 
be a father to you. Enemy, by now, we are supposed to be a drug addict, according to the enemy. Because it takes a father to raise a boy into a man. There's no fathers. This is why Uspia has a vision. You want to call man. Yeah. To restore man in society. Yeah. The enemy doesn't want to see families intact. There's power in families. They are the first institution to build borders and boundaries around children. Don't do this. Do this. We don't speak like this in this house. Amen. Sorry. Those are boundaries. Those are layers. Those are borders. And according to heaven, families were supposed to be the first school. The first builder of walls around children. It's the agenda of the enemy. Where are our fathers? Are Christians busy in churches? Having a nice time. I'm standing here busy critiquing them in a message. You know, as we come to churches, we have no clue what's going on. That is our job. That it must pain you. That man, let me tell you something about this man. I don't know who he is. He has a preordained destiny. He has a book in heaven. He's supposed to fulfill a particular mandate. And then he dies. That's somebody's father. He's sleeping on the counter. Begging for a second round or a fourth round. He doesn't have the money to, to, to do so. Someone's uncle. Born again Christian. The enemy is stripping boundaries. Where, where, where are crying mothers? Every morning. He used to call all of us. Where are those weeping? Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Pastors are busy behaving like Hollywood celebrities. And the enemy is busy breaking walls. We want this. It makes us feel great. My ego is massaged. When you do this, when they do that, you feel important. And, and the Holy Spirit is impressed, I, I would assume. I wouldn't mind if he expects the Holy Spirit to bow to him. Too. Instead of equipping these people 
to be warriors and to cry for their families, to cry for the destinies of their families and their marriages, we make him cove out of them. We want them to be dependent on us to sustain my lifestyle. They kiss his feet. This is why we come to church these days. I want you to know where God is taking his body. There's an invitation, Bazalwane. God is, is pulling his church out of a church. And I pray that you become part of it. And while we are busy doing this, the trumpet will sound in heaven. But of the day and hour, no one knows. Not even the angels of heaven, but my father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Then two men will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the meal. One will be taken and the other left. Watch, therefore. For you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Let's stand, Bazalwan. Let's continue building walls, Bazalwan, around our lives, watching vigilantly against the parasite spirit. Just serve God. Just serve God. If you have to go back to the Lord again and get saved again, do it. Don't be easily offended by small things which do not matter. Don't be easily offended. Forgive people. We are living in at a time where we cannot afford to be ordinary anymore. I want to tell you something today in Jesus' name before God. If the Lord God has called you here, I want you to be part of us with your whole heart. If you feel that God has not called you here, we'll be the first ones to bless you and release you. Even if we are left with five people. I told him. Because we are trusting God for something glorious for him to do. I am asking you 
to respond to the invitation. He wants you to be different. Let's start building walls around our marriages, around our children, in our own family. Those prayer meetings in the evening, let's begin to teach our people once again. Let's lift up our hands. Oh, Father, we thank you. Oh. Give us the grace to be the church. Oh, Jesus. You, you are inviting us into being. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Help us, Holy Spirit, to build with you. For your word is powerful. Your word, your word will keep us safe. Your word will keep us safe. Your word will keep us safe. Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 